Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader. I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. Trying to do the That's me. Intro. How are you, Mark? What's been going on? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'll ask you that first. I am all right. We had a big weekend. Yeah. Uh, graduation. High school. Let, let me back it up. Last Thursday, we had eighth grade graduation. Well, they called it celebration. They didn't even like go up and get any certificates, but we had that for Peyton, which was a little bit um, of a grief, not so much grief, but they had this time where they played a slideshow and there was a picture of him and Luke. So, and they didn't have music going. Like, I think they hadn't started yet. So it was really quiet. So like his baby picture comes up and everyone's like, yeah, Peyton. And then the picture of him and Luke comes up and the whole audience goes, oh, and he was so embarrassed, like his mm. most, it's a small school, private school, mm-hmm. everybody knows. And I asked him about it. He's like, let me listen. I had a recording of it. And he was like, let me listen to it. He's like, yeah, I didn't like that. So he didn't like the attention being brought, you know, mm. but everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh, so that was kind of a, a weird um, thing that happened. And then graduation, it was crazy. I realized I'd only been to private school graduation, like in a church. So we were in, uh, at the fairgrounds in a big, like exhibit hall building. It was huge. I think there was like close to 3000 people or 2,500, something like that. And so I got there an hour and 10 minutes early and I was still way in the back. We had to save like 20 seats for my nephew was graduating too. So we had a whole row for our family. And, um, it was so far back. We could barely see the sound was kind of off. Like you couldn't really hear very well. It was very disappointing. Mm. Um, I got a little emotional when they, you know, pomp and circumstance and he was walking down the middle. I saw him a little bit, um, because we're Bader. He was right in the front, front, middle, you know, one of the first people to get his diploma. Mm. Um, and I was good until afterwards, you know, he came, we're taking pictures and, Luke's mom and sister were there and, and they were very teary eyed because he did look so much like Luke, like on Luke's graduation day. And I know, cause I was at Luke's graduation. <laughs> and so, um, they were, you know, kind of emotional and I was okay until Hayden said, I wish daddy was here to take a picture with. And that's when I lost it. Like the immense pain for my kids. Um, and so that was really hard. My mom was there. I was like crying on her shoulder cause I was so upset because it was this pain for him wishing his dad was there. Now we did have something really cool, like right before Luke passed away. I might've talked about this in another episode. Um, he recorded like advice for them on their, their um, graduation day. So I texted it to Hayden that morning and he was able to listen to it. And so that was really special. Um, so there's just a little bit of grief. It was our biggest milestone moment without Luke like the biggest event in our lives since he's passed away. And so I, I now know that they're going to be big. Like they're I'm probably going to have that kind of grief for each of my kids. And something interesting, I didn't know I was going to do. I used to wear Luke's wedding ring on a necklace all the time. And in about a year, I took it off. For some reason I was like, I want to wear this, like to represent him. And I showed Hayden and I showed, I think I showed Haley. And she's like, why are you wearing? I'm like, to represent daddy. I did show um, Hayden too. And I don't know. It just made, I decided I'm going to do that on all the graduations. Like just, I don't know, his wedding rings there. Just, just like, like he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of honoring him. Um, and then we had a great graduation party yesterday. And like we had all these baby albums, which of course had lots of pictures of Luke in them. And so that was kind of cool. And I, I have like three or four Bibles that were Luke's. And so I gave one to Hayden for his graduation present. And, um, yeah, that was, and I wanted him to open it when Luke's mom was there because there was like no dates and I wanted her to, it was from his childhood. So she was able to tell us when she thought it was from and all of that. So that was really cool. So it was really special. Um, 
backing it up before that, uh, Joel was here visiting and he helped me rip up the old yard and put in a new one. And it was awesome. Like it was so much fun doing these projects with him and the kids helping somewhat. Have you been watering it? I have. Well, it's okay, rained good. like crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I also read to water it three times a day. And so I've been uh, like, yeah, watering it like crazy. Nice. Um, yes. We put the fertilizer down. We did all the stuff that they said to do. And um, yeah, so that was a really cool experience. And we just had a lot of fun. He did actually line dance with me. He nice. tried for a couple of, then he just was like, I'm taking videos. You need TikTok material. I'm going to video you. <laughs> that's a, that's a good excuse. Good excuse. It. Yeah. But that, would be, that would totally be mine. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, no, no. You need <laughs> me as a cameraman. Yeah. That's what you need. And that was a super fun night. And then, you know, we got to go to, um, dinner, like out on the water. So we had a lot of fun, like mostly it was like working on projects and just around the house stuff. Um, he helped me get my back patio done, all the stuff in the back. And just like, it was so fun. It was more like, like normal life. Like, okay. if you live So you here, had an errand boy for the weekend. Yes, yes <laughs> I did. Actually, that's true. I had a literally a whole list. I'm like, okay, Joel's here. We're going to do, it. I mean, even my kids, like we've been needing to get an armoire, like a closet thing for Haley because her room doesn't have a closet. And even she was doing, so when Joel comes, we're going to go Ikea, we're going to get this. We didn't end up mm. doing it, but it was like, she was counting on when, when Joel gets here, <laughs> we're going to have somebody to help us with all this stuff. So yeah, it was great. It was so much fun having him here and, um, just, yeah, refreshing and awesome. And yeah, it was great. So anyways, that's a lot about me. What's been that's on really you. Cool. Thank you. Um, well, I think I mentioned, didn't I mention my dog in yes, the did. other episode? Yeah. So, you know, he just, so I realized I should like, kind of like update on that. So, um, it was hard cause I took him to the vet and they said he most likely has brain cancer, mm. um, which, you know, was hard. And then they started talking to me about, I don't know. I just knew way too much about what they were talking about. Yeah, about. really. Um, yeah. And then they wanted to prescribe medications to him for the seizures, which Lacey was on that same oh, medication. Right. And um, I forewent the seizure medication because there were like these big pills. And I'm like, I'm going to like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to, I don't know. I'm not going to get into details of that, but I yeah. just didn't want to put him through that um, with the state he was in. But they also said that they detected faintly Lyme disease, mm. but they said these tests are kind of hard to run on dogs. So she's like, so we took a sample blood sample and we want to put it under the microscope. Um, she put it under the microscope and then she's like, oh yeah, he's like got a lot of Lyme disease. Wow. And I was like, really? So yeah, he probably got bit by a flea and you know, you didn't know. And then, yeah. so it's just been growing in his body. So she's like, um, I'm going to put him on antibiotics. And I was like, well, is it possible that the Lyme disease has caused all of the other symptoms? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, wow. it's, it's not likely mm -hmm. it's most likely that he has neurological stuff, probably a brain tumor, but, um, she's like, yes, it is possible. I put it, he's been on antibiotics for like eight days, nine days, something like that. And, um, he's doing great. Like he nice. immediate, immediately awesome. after the first dose of antibiotics, I started seeing improvement. So he wasn't awesome. like falling over anymore and dizzy and all this stuff. So anyways, um, so my dog's doing well. Yay. Um, yes. And, uh, I've had a lot of joy that I've explained in previous episodes, right? And yes. um, so there's a reason for that. And Tell us, Mark. Um, that is that uh, one of our listeners a few months ago um, reached out to me and we had been mm -hmm. chatting for a while. And um, 
I now have a girlfriend and she is just amazing and she's really sweet and um, just very kind hearted and just um, just really the kind of woman that I needed in my life Mm. at this point in time you know what I mean just really like Mm. tender and um, just very sensitive to to my feelings you know and um, so that's been wonderful and we've gotten a chance you know she lives um, just for the sake of her privacy um, you know she lives about five hours from me Mm-hmm. So there is a place that we meet that's about two and a half hours away and um, just hang out and, you know, um, go, we do various different things. We go to the park or go to like, yeah. you know, there's this indoor theme park we went to and um, it's just been a huge blessing. She, my kids love her. She loves Yay. my kids. It's been just really sweet. And um, it's just brought in my heart a lot of joy and a lot of um, just feelings of hope for a future you know um which is great it's just uh, I could get a lot into it uh, a lot more into it mm-hmm. than that but um it, it's just been really wonderful a couple questions if you want to yes. add, answer them. yes I can will you, tell you if I don't can you tell the <laughs> listeners how you met yes I think so, it's kind of a cool story <laughs> well I, I will be vague but okay um, yeah so obviously through this podcast, right? Um, so it's kind of through so me. So thank you, right? Michelle. <laughs> yes. I'm kind of a matchmaker. Uh-huh. Yes. So thank you for this. So that was You're kind of welcome. cool. Um, but um, I put a post on Facebook. Um, and I remember I was sitting at my dining room table uh, at my old house in California. And I was eating dinner and I actually felt led, felt led by God that he was telling me, like, I felt the Holy Spirit putting on my heart, like somebody from Widow Too Soon Facebook page needs prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I put this post out and said, hey, um, you know, does anybody need prayers? I feel God putting on my heart and I'm going to sit here at the table um, for the next two hours committed that I'm going to read all of your prayer requests. I'm going to pray for you on the spot. And um, there were some replies on there. And um, I guess I'm sort of narrowing down the field of who it could be. <laughs> Somebody could go back. I just, I want to respect her privacy right, a lot. Totally. You know what I mean? But um, but she was one of the ones that responded on there. And, and she said that my response like really touched her. Mm-hmm. And um, that, you know, then she, she reached out to me when I moved here to Tennessee and um, we just started talking and very slowly changing from talking as friends to a little bit more to a little bit more. And, um, and now I have this sweet, awesome girlfriend. So, um, yeah, so happy for you. Yeah, I know the so, listeners are too. That's so thanks. awesome. Thanks listeners. Yes. So, uh, another question, have you yes. had any grief with this relationship? Like, is it bringing up grief for you? To be honest? No. Um, I have not nothing that like was directly I've had grief while we've been dating but nothing that was directly triggered by her um I feel like I already went through all that yeah um Mm -hmm. and so no it's just it's just been a season of total joy and Mm. you know to be honest um she she has a lot of characteristic traits that are very similar to Lacey Mm. like her heart for serving and yeah um you know, caring about other people and things that I could go on and on. But um, the things that a lot of the things that attracted me to Lacey, she has the same qualities. And um, so no, I I would say it's, it's brought me 
it's like the opposite. It's brought me more awesome. joy than I could have imagined ever feeling again. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, oh, you know, like I just, it was I hard to it. imagine what it would feel like to, you know, I don't know, to feel this level of joy. And, right. um, and after losing so much, you really appreciate um, what it feels like to be happy again, you know? And oh, so yeah. it makes it even more intense, like mm-hmm. your feelings, because you're, you know how short life is, you exactly. know, or can be, um, mm-hmm. and you know how fragile it is. And so it's like, you, you just have this deeper appreciation um, for joy in your life. And mm-hmm. so it's just been, it's been really great. Well, so there's your answer to that question. So happy for you. That's <laughs> Thank so you. awesome. Thank you. So it's great to see you. So smiley. I mean, you're always smiley, but like, yeah, you can tell you got a little extra a, pep yeah, in your step. A like a couple extra teeth in my smile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So very exciting. Well, let's get on Thank to you. what we're talking about today. Yes. Um, it is how could God allow this? And mm-hmm. obviously when we're saying that we're talking about the death of our spouses like mm-hmm. how could god allow this so mark why don't you start us off with okay what, what do you think this means what does this mean to you oh boy well how could god allow this well yeah that is something that we all wrestle with um especially when you're so fresh in the loss it's it's so hard to not yeah. um wrestle with like if God loved me how could he allow this if God you know all the all the normal questions right and yeah um, I, I, I came to the conclusion of that, like, I mean, it's, it's a very deep spiritual, um, answer, but to me, it's like, well, we can only pretend like we know God's magnitude and, and I, I often come to this conclusion and I'm actually going to read, somebody sent me a question, um, mm-hmm. one of our listeners and, um, I responded to that. And so I'm going to share that. Um, in a minute but um, to me it comes down to that earth is not our our home earth is not our life earth is not our joy our our hope is in heaven and we have to really understand what that means our hope is in heaven because that's where our home is and so everything that means to me everything on this side of heaven is work that we're doing for the kingdom work that we're doing to further the kingdom, that God's goals are to further the kingdom and that we're not meant to be in paradise right now. Mm -hmm. We live in a fallen world. Um, And so that's scratching the surface of, you know, and just to kind of wrap up that thought is that like, um, yeah, like I didn't want to lose Lacey. You didn't want, want to lose Luke. But for me personally, I can say I saw people get saved. And I know people have heard me mention that on here before, but I saw people get saved. And maybe those people were unreachable. Maybe that was the only way to reach their hearts. And so while it sucks to be like a pawn, so to speak, and, you know, in God's greater work, um, it's also a great honor, like the God used Lacey's experience, Lacey's courage, her bravery, her fight, and eventually her, you know, I don't even like saying losing her life because she gained, she gained heaven, she gained real life, but God used that in order to reach people and bring them to a place of salvation. 
And so when I think about that on a deep level, I'm like, well, that, that matters more than Lacey being healed of cancer. It matters more that that person is saved and is now going to be in heaven for eternity. Um, and so anyways, that's uh, a quick flyover, I guess, um, mm. of my thoughts on that. How about you? What do you? Yeah, um, I always go back to what I heard in a sermon once. If God allowed it, I can accept it. And I forgot um, about that, but I remember you saying Right? That like that's something that's really helped me when Luke was going through his cancers. When I first heard that sermon, it's um, I'll try to find a link for it. It was Elevation Church, Pastor Stephen Furtick. And um, I just really remember thinking, okay, if God allowed this, that everything that happens in life passes through God's hands. Either he creates it, like he does it, or he allows it. And we know he doesn't create sickness and death, but he allows it. And so just trying to accept that, that God does see the bigger picture. And if he allows it, I can accept it. And so um, it, it was hard in the very beginning of, you know, I had a lot of time to accept what was happening to Luke and cancer and like, you know, years and years um, of accepting this yeah, no and kidding. able to see that they're, you know, God allowed it, I can accept it. And so that it is so much bigger, you know, just like I taught my kids during the cancer battle that there's like, it's like our lives are puzzle pieces. We, we can only see the little puzzle piece. God can see the whole puzzle. He's like looking from above. And so we don't understand these pieces. Maybe in heaven we'll understand it, but yeah, God allows it for reasons that we can't understand. For example, you and I would not be here doing a podcast. Right. And, you know, I know that we're helping listeners all over the world. And so that's one like tangible thing we can see mm-hmm. is that because of that, we are here and we're able to speak to others. Each one of us, each one of the listeners, we all have our own situations that if you spend some time thinking, actually, I'm going to put this as a little challenge. Try to list at least three things that have come good out of your, you know, your spouse. I know it sounds weird to say about your spouse passing away, but try to, I mean, we can't help where we're at. This is where we're at. So what, what things have you been able to see? And sometimes you can't see any. That's okay. I do this. I do this question at my grief workshops and I've had people say, I don't see anything good yet. And I'm like, that's okay. That's where they're at. So if you can't think of any, that's okay too. You'll probably get there in time. Like, especially if you're brand new, it's hard to see like anything good, mm-hmm. but I can see my kids faith. You know, they have grown in ways because they have experienced something that their peers have not, <laughs> and they've been clung to God. Um, especially like I see in my daughter with uh, her songs that she writes about her dad and her song, her, she leads worship. And I can just really see that she's embraced clinging to God when she could have like walked away. Um, mm. So you can see a lot of good things if you really take the time to, to do that. And like I said, it depends where you are in your journey that those first like days, weeks, like, I don't know if I could have seen it in the very, very beginning. Right. Well, you can't, um, yeah. it's hard because you're clouded by what you feel. Um, right. And you're not trying to think about anything like that. Um, but you know, I've, I, I've seen things also in myself, like I've seen myself change. I've seen, um, for one, oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I used to pray all the time that um, God would allow me to not be afraid to speak about my faith, mm. um, to speak boldly about my faith. And yeah. that was something that was really hard for me. I would shy away from talking about God like all the time. Now, really, like, I can't imagine that. 
I know, right? But it was weird. Like I would shy away from it. Like, I mean, yeah. if somebody asked me, I was proud of what I believed in personally, but like I wouldn't just randomly bring God into a conversation. Right. Um, and now I have this, like, you know, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about it and I'm gonna yeah. talk about it faithfully because I've seen things that your um lack of belief is not gonna convince me was not real, you know. Right. Um, right. And so that was something I also grew in um you know, my independence, I grew, um, cause you have to, right. I grew in my mm -hmm. parenting skills. Um, so there were a lot of, and I would say, you know, some of those things, like the growing in my parent skills, like I, I would rather have still had a partner to raise the kids right. with, or, you know, and, and by that, I mean, Lacey, of course, you know, but, um, yeah. you know, there's, but I, I can see things, I can see the ways that he has changed me. Um, it made me into a more mature believer which that's something where I'm like, I, that's more important than right. my happiness is for me to have a deeper faith, a deeper connection with God is far more important than me to have a joyful life. And I know that's like weird. Some people may not relate to that or understand that or, or have those same feelings. But um, for me, like I would, <clears throat> I would much rather be, um, you know, cause obviously we all want to be more like Christ but just more of like um, a man, uh, uh, you know, Jesus was a man, but he was also God. But I just mean like a man, like, gosh, how great would it be to be able to walk with the faith, the faith of Paul? Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, that, and, I mean, that guy went through a lot, you know, and, and to be able to walk with that great faith uh, makes you feel, you know, like, I just feel like I could take on anything now and walk through it with faith, you know? Um, so anyways, those are just some, some thoughts I had to add on to what you're saying that I agree that there's, there can be good brought, brought from right. difficult situations. So. Right. And it's like the um, refiner's fire, like going through this fire to become who God created you to be. And mm, that's good, man. You got yeah. all kinds of slogans tonight. <laughs> I got them all in my, my mind. <laughs> no, you got to go through it in order to become who you're supposed to be. Yes. And, um, oh, I know this, another thing. So a few years ago, well, before Luke passed away, um, I saw this thing like where I don't even remember why I did it, but I took a bowl outside and threw it on the ground and broke it in a lot of pieces and then glued it back together with like a hot glue gun or something. Cause I had read this thing about like, that's how, um, I can't remember. There's like a whole thing about, they do this in China. I don't know. It's like an actual art. I'm really not getting it right. It's an actual <laughs> art piece that they piece back together. And then they put gold in the cracks and how it actually becomes more valuable. Once we've, it's been cracked and they put the gold back in, I'm going to look up the story. And stronger. Like it. It's stronger. And, and, and so yeah, it was like this whole like physical representation. You do this, you glue it back together. And just like how basically God sometimes has to let us break in order to make us stronger and, um, and more effective and be able to reach more people. Like the reach you and I have is so much bigger than if we had not gone through this. Right. And, you know, and Luke's, um, was very public too. We, well, I was very public about sharing his story and we had, you know, thousands of people just like you guys following us on Facebook, watching his whole story. And I know they continue to follow and continue to see how God has brought me through this. And so we have a platform because mm -hmm. of what we've been through that we wouldn't have. And even if you're someone listening, you're like, I don't have that platform. There are people watching you. 
no matter who you are. I want to see how are you reacting like to your spouse's death? What is like, are you going to curl up and get not get out of bed and not go places or are you going to keep living life because we well, remain, because i'm oh, sorry go ahead i was just going to say you know john 10 10 that god gave us life life that we may live life and live it abundantly you know and that's mm-hmm. like what god's plan is for us it's not to shrink down and not live life but what were you going to mm-hmm. say <laughs> sorry um i was okay. just going to say that and also like there's been people watching your journey that are not going through grief that are not going through loss yet but maybe oh yeah they're going to experience losing their spouse losing a child and then your journey that they've admired your Mm -hmm. faith and strength and they've seen the way god has carried you um will strengthen them and and inspire them to handle it in a positive way and um you know, because there's, there's really two roads that we can go down after something like this. And it's one, it's one of, you know, trying to find healing, which is what everybody here doing is doing. Everybody here is trying to find healing because you wouldn't be listening to our podcast if you weren't trying to find healing, excuse me. Or there's the, um, I'm going to crawl under a rock and basically my old life is over. So my life is over. Um, both of those things are understandable, yeah. you know, but, um, but there is the, the reality that you can choose which one of those roads you want to go down. And it's the, I think it's one of the first, um, choices that you get to make after like losing someone is you're like, well, how am I going to handle this? Right. Am I going to fall apart? Which I wanted to, you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like that was a, a poor representation of what God was able to do in my heart that I already knew. Mm-hmm. So I chose to not go down that path and to just try to be strong as best I could. And, you know, there were moments, a lot of them where I definitely wasn't strong, <clears throat> but overall, that's okay. um, I was able to find strength um, through, through God and um, through my faith in Christ and through my, the joy of my salvation, I was able to find strength. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I wanted to share, so one of our, um, one of our longtime listeners reached out to me and she's, she's reached out in the past with, with other questions. And um, I just appreciate, you know, her, her honesty mm-hmm. and her vulnerability. Um, and I, I asked her if it was okay if I shared this. I'm not going to share her name, but um, I just feel like a lot of people would feel this way. And so I'm going to make sure as I read, I might have to pause if she said anything like personal, like names or anything, yeah. but I don't think she did. Anyway, she said, I struggle with this and I don't want to, but I can't help myself uh, to, but thinking it. We are always told to trust God and his plan and that his plans are for us, not against us. But yet the amount of hurt and pain we encounter in this life can be a lot. And since I now know what this pain out there can feel like and that it can always be worse, but the point, but what's the point in finding safety? I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses, so forgive me. (laughs) Um, And to trust in God, how do we continue to trust he has happiness for our lives when something horrible could happen again? Also, um, how does that verse and statement play a part to your loved ones? For I know the plans I have for mm. you. She's referencing Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you hope in a future and not to harm you, but yet they died. And some cases, awful deaths. 
even children, where was God's plan for them? Mm. Where was their hope and future? They died. So how can we possibly look up to God and think, yeah, you got me, you know, like you got my back when the next day you could crash in a car and become paralyzed for the rest of your life. My security and trusting him had fled me and I don't know how to get past that, Mm. which I just like, I was like floored because she's just so open and vulnerable that, you know, and, and not like ashamed of her questions. I thought that was cool. And, um, so I also wanted to comment how I responded because, um, I felt like this was, um, it, I just really spent a lot of time thinking about how to answer. Cause that was a very delicate question and I wanted to give it a lot of thought. Um, and I feel like it plugs in well to this episode. Um, I said, this will take me a while to answer in full detail. So bear with me. Um, we have to come from a place of humility whenever we think about why God allows something. We also have to remember that God has a different view of earth than we do. We think of earth as life, whereas God views it as a place we are until we are called to our real home. Remember that to live is Christ and to die is gain. For our spouses, for example, what we view as painful was an incredible gift to them. So God's plans could very easily include taking us home as having a plan to prosper us. Our goal has to be heaven. Our hearts have to be set on heaven. We have to come to an understanding of what it means that God knows everything and is outside of time. Example, what if my life looks like this? In the future, my wife, whom I adored, got called to heaven. In my sadness and grief, I decided to start a podcast. We know that's not exactly how it went down, but (laughs) Um, there have already been thousands of people who have been blessed by listening to it, but let's go a step further. Let's say I get some kind of contract and I'm now speaking the gospel and encouragement to millions of people around the world. Let's say that through this podcast, I meet an amazing woman and fall deeply in love with her. Mm. Check. Check, check, (laughs) check. (laughs) Um, We get married and thoroughly enjoy the rest of our lives being used by God to preach the gospel Mm. to the world. Many people get saved all because I lost my wife. This is, of course, hypothetical to a degree, but this illustrates my point that we don't know what God knows. The goal for earth is kingdom work. We then get to spend an eternity in paradise. You have to understand that earth is not our home. Heaven is our home. That's where faith comes in and believing that God is good. We don't know what events can be triggered by any other events. A child dying, a wife losing her husband, a parent losing their child can all trigger some events that we can't see because we are trapped within the constraints of time. We must walk in faith as, the only, as it is the only thing we can offer to God. We mustn't live with an earthly mindset. This is where you are struggling with these questions. Um, when you switch over to a heavenly, heavenly mindset, things become much more clear. I hope this helps. Um, and then we went on. She asked another question. I gave her another response um, that, you know, maybe I'll, I'll add later. But I wanted to give you a chance to uh, jump in. That was... People aren't hearing my <laughs> lullaby voice and being put to sleep. <laughs> no, that was Remember amazing. when you went on that podcast? <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. That's really nice. What podcast? Uh, I'll let you continue about how awesome oh, I was. Oh, you were telling When you were a guest on that podcast and I was listening live, um, I was yeah. on the Facebook live. Yeah. yeah. Well, in... It was on that Truth FM. Yes, Anyways, yes, yes. And she's all, no offense, Mark, but she's like, whenever I listen to the podcast, oh, yeah. it just puts me to sleep. <laughs> I remember like, that. Annette. Thank you. Like, Annette, Annette said that. Yeah. 
that's oh, right. that's funny. Um, I was like, what are you referring to? Yeah, okay. I just, I thought of that and I thought it was really funny. But anyways, I'm sorry. So what were, no, you, what were you saying that, about how awesome I am? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really amazing. You are a gifted writer. Like you really are. And I'm excited for you to write a book. So that we was got to really get good. more listeners first. Yeah, I know. We have right. a contract as soon as we get more it's, listeners. That is actually truth. He's speaking truth. So share this podcast so we can get our book yes. published. They need more <laughs> downloads and then they'll publish us. Yeah. Anyways, um, we we're going to call it widowed too soon. Really original, right? <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep, deep. deep. Widowed too soon. Anyways, it was beautiful. Like you really have so much wisdom and know how to put it like just correctly like mm, like just lay it all out like the, how we don't what really stood out to me is like you know we don't see the big picture and how you laid out all these series events that some of them have happened some of them could happen and just like it's a domino effect like if this hadn't happened this wouldn't have happened this wouldn't have happened this wouldn't have happened would touch this person's life and that's not even including all the other people's lives that those lives touch. So like, let's right. say a podcast listener is really down in the dumps and then they hear this and they're encouraged and they go out and they encourage somebody else who encourages someone else and, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and it keeps going. And so it's so much bigger than what we can see. And so just keeping that, I love also how you talked about eternal perspective. I know a lot of times I lose sight of that. And I'm just seeing like what's here and like everything I got to do right here, even looking for a job and all of that, but realizing this like eternal perspective, like it changes everything. I think that's really the key to all of this. Yeah, I think so. Is having a heavenly mindset. It really is. Heavenly mindset. We had, we had, a, I don't know if you remember this, because this was very early on um, of us doing the podcast, but I remember this really stuck out to me and I remember this greatly but we had somebody reach out to us I don't remember if it was through Instagram or Facebook or email or whatever but um, they said they found our podcast when they were thinking about committing suicide and remember that well I don't think they worded it that way but they said I think I'm thinking about like and I don't think I can go on um, like wording it more like that Um, yeah but the implication was there that like they found our podcast and changed their mind and I was just like whoa like that's amazing. that just really stuck out to me as like that God can really like do amazing things, you know? Um, yeah. and so it's, I'm like, really? Like, we're just like kind of dorky like, like what? for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I am. Kind of, yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, so anyway, want to be 90 singers. So yes. you know, there's that. We missed no, our but, calling. I know. <laughs> But it's, I mean, it is cool. That's not even including like how our kids' lives are impacted. Right. You know, when the world changers, they're going to go out and be. And, you know, there's just so many, so many different facets. Is that the right word? Facets? Faucets? Facets. I think it's, it's facets. It's not faucets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not faucets, but it, facets just Rip. didn't sound right. <laughs> what? You should be a voiceover talent guy. He like literally just did that with his face. <laughs> with his face. Yeah, do it I again. Do it again. Wait, listen. No. <laughs> I did not know you could do that. Yeah. kind of a cool trick. A man of many skills. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Anyways. You can make water drop sounds. That was really right? cool. Anyways, facet. Yes. <laughs> facets of our lives <laughs> lost track of what I was I'm saying. so I'm so excited to hear that I want to hear what it sounds like I know it's really cool you'll have to listen to it listen to it on times two and it'll be really good 
Yeah. 1.5. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of like one of those like useless tricks that's impressive. Like we were taking this walk in the woods, Joel and I, and he's like, watch this. He puts a leaf over his hand. I don't yes. know how to explain Pop this. It. And, and I, I was like, no. And I tried. I, it didn't work, but he could do yeah, it. Yeah, it takes, it takes practice. And I was for like, sure. that's like the coolest trick. And I've never seen that before. You know, so. When boys grow up, they like to learn all these neat yes. noises and how to do stuff. So everybody can do this, right? Uh, no. You heard that? Okay, so I learned this different version of it. Wait, I can't do it. Whoa! <laughs> sound! I'm the sound effects man. I didn't even know that. But yeah, he said it was when he was a boy in Brazil running around the forest. He figured out how to do this thing. And I was yeah, like, okay. it works great with rose petals. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways... Let's it get makes back like to a, yeah it was like a so loud but every time i tried it didn't work <laughs> yeah it's more like a like that yeah kind of sound, it's yeah. so loud mm-hmm. and impressive anyways whatever okay so <laughs> facets of our lives not faucets <laughs> which led to all the noises um <laughs> god has a plan that's where he's yes god oh yes. i wanted to uh, read a bible verse that's what i was gonna awesome. do and I know you guys have heard this, but I kind of like this. I know we talked about it. This version, it's the message version of James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And I love that version. Like yes. we're going to go through um, challenges and things like that. Obviously, if you're here, you've gone through huge challenges, but that is like pressure. It's like, um, what coal was like, what thing becomes a diamond when coal is, how do they do it? They fire it up or they under a lot pressure? of pressure. Okay. However, under they make diamonds, it becomes a diamond and it would never become a diamond without that pressure. And so mm-hmm. we wouldn't become the diamonds of people that God has created us to be. Mm-hmm. Are you about to sing a song? Because your face looks no. like you're about ready to sing a song. No, I just have that face. <laughs> <laughs> you just have that looking like you're going to sing a song face. <laughs> I, if I could be totally honest, I was spacing out. Like at the screen, oh. but like I was kind of like spacing out. <laughs> I thought I that you were about like... what you were saying, but I found I caught myself like spacing out. Oh, I thought I had you were like, okay, it's all good. Anyways. I lost what we're saying because <laughs> diamonds, cold, my fault. Cold, cold diamonds, the, yes. the pressure is what makes us who we are today. Mm. And this part is hard for me. Consider it a sheer gift. Like it's hard to be like, well, my spouse's death was a gift. That's really hard, you know? Yes. Um, and then like when you're going through hard things. To because think, it's not that simple. Right. Right. <laughs> but to but, think of it as a gift, like. The challenges that have come because of that and the people person who we have become since mm-hmm. then i mean you and i are both different than even we were a year ago yes. because of what we've been through and so growth. it's totally growth and like we wouldn't be doing this podcast we wouldn't if god hadn't taken us through these challenges so i think the key is like what you talked about that um you know, heavenly perspective. And then also, yeah, just like, which is also the same thing as the big picture. Like, remember the big picture, like we don't see it all. And so, and Mm -hmm. then it comes down to trusting God because we have to trust him with the big picture that we don't see. 
Yes, and that can be very challenging, um, especially when things are dark and hard. Um, mm -hmm. Like I remember, um, for example, when, uh, you know, because we all remember like the start of COVID, it was a very strange feeling. There was, yeah. um, you could just feel that something, something wasn't right um, in the air. Like just there was something really negative going on. You know, you could just yeah. feel it. And um, mm -hmm. I remember I, I had, you know, I was fearful um, for the first couple of weeks as I, I felt like everything was, I felt like the whole world was changing and it did. Uh, right. But like, we've kind of like adapted to it. But um, I remember this feeling as I was like praying that God was telling me to go out and be the work called to be a light to the world. And so while everybody was, you know, hoarding toilet paper and, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and afraid of, I remember going to the grocery store um, as it was first starting to come out before they like, well, I was from California. We had all these intense lockdowns. So oh, before yeah. the lockdowns, um, we were still able to go get groceries and everybody was in the store kind of stocking up on stuff, but it was very strange. Like nobody was talking to each other. Uh -huh. And I remember this poor guy sneezed in the aisle and like oh. everybody just like moved away yeah, from him, like so oil sad. and water, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, but you know, I remember I felt like God telling me like, we're supposed to be a light to the world. And um, so I grabbed a bunch of rolls of toilet paper and I went knocking on neighbor's doors and asking everybody how Aww. they were asking if I could pray nice. for them. Um, and I think it really touched people because everybody in my neighborhood also knew what we were going through. Mm -hmm. um, Cause you know, they, that was, you know, Lacey was very sick during COVID. And um, so I just, I feel like it was um, it really like, just for those people, like, they were grateful to see people, you know, because at this point we were in lockdowns. So to have somebody come knocking at their door that wasn't, you know, an Amazon driver was different, you know, and mm -hmm. so and to have somebody um, willing to share their stuff rather than everybody hoarding it and holding yeah. on to it for themselves. Like, I think it really blessed a lot of people. And, um, you know, everybody I, I think I, I don't think I had anybody take a roll of toilet paper. I think everybody was like, fine. So anyways, it was kind of cool, but um, yeah, that is cool. it just, it is one of those things that like God can strengthen us through our fears. Um, yes. And so then I'm going to um, read her response okay. to my response. Cause she had more questions. And I just, I think this is important because I think a lot of people have these questions. Um, she said, thank you, Mark. Your explanation was very well done. So in the aspect of death, this makes more sense. And I can open my mind to understanding that concept better. With what you said in changing the mindset from an earthly one to a heavenly one. So now, what of non-death tragedies, like someone who gets paralyzed and can no longer speak or move, or someone who is in a coma for the rest of their lives till death, years and years, or perhaps even losing an animal that you love? Though I know death happens uh, to everyone and everything at some point, what's the purpose of God taking an animal before its time? Um, I'll give you an example where this thought process came about. I have a cat who belonged to both husband's name and I, and since he uh, died, my cat has been everything as silly as that sounds, which that doesn't sound silly because we no. all understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, I'm lonely and my cat is happiness to me. I had a scare last night where I thought I lost him. Mm. Um, she didn't but she was so sure that God was going to take him from her. Sorry. She's um, let me read her words. I started going off to, like, anyways. Um, but I was so sure God was going to take him away from me too. And I thought, why? 
Um, I've already been through so much. Why would God allow yet another thing that happened, uh, another thing happened that I loved to be taken from me, especially right now. And I had a hard time trusting in whatever God's plan was for that and understanding the point. If God could do anything, why not just let that person keep that animal until age took its course instead? I've heard and seen lots of widows whose animal died soon after the loss of their loved one due to um, an accident or cancer or poisoning, random things like that. And I sit here thinking, come on, how is that fair? Uh, then I go down the bunny trail of the bigger tragedies, like I mentioned above earlier. It's absolutely terrifying, and I don't want a life like that. Haven't I been through enough? And man, I just, I really understood that. And I remembered a lot of those feelings yeah. you know, of like, <clears throat> like, you know, you just don't understand how, I don't know. I just, I really related to that. And um, I, I remembered those feelings. I don't feel that way anymore. Um, and so I said, I totally get where you're coming from on this. I would think, yes, you've been through enough and shouldn't have to endure any more pain. So this might sound like I'm avoiding the question, but this is my true belief when it comes to stuff like this. Again, it comes down to having a heavenly mindset. We live in a fallen and sinful world. With that come diseases and death, famine and pestilence, sadness and grief. Knowing these things should direct us to desiring to be in our eternal state, where these things will never be an issue. These are among the most common questions to be asked. They're difficult to answer because to be honest, um, and I've had these thoughts, my, to be honest, I've had these thoughts myself. I always go back to the same thought. Gosh, I want to be in heaven. Um, I, of course, am not a theologian, and many people could answer that better than I could. I would encourage you to be attending church, praying, and seeking God through his word. I believe he will do a far better job answering your questions. Um, I can give you information in my opinions where he can give you wisdom and knowledge. Um, so anyways, that was pretty much the end of it, but um, I just, it's good. I understand those questions because they come from a place of fear. Yeah. <clears throat> you and I talked about this when we first met, because we first met each other. What I think, I, I think I was three months out and you were six months out. Yeah, something something like that like is when that. we met. Uh -huh. um, and we both had the same fears of like, yeah. we're just going to lose our next spouse. What's the point? Yep. Uh -huh. You know, and, um, but you know, you grow through that. And so yeah. anyway, so where, where do you like land on all of this? Like, where do you kind of, um, you know, if you could summarize everything you think about this um, topic, that if God allowed it, I can accept it. Like really it comes down to that. Like that's kind of where I land when hard things come and then trying to remember like things in the past, like how God has used them for, you know, his good. Like the Bible doesn't say, say that God, Wait, wait, what does it say? How, what's the verse? He works all things for good, not all things like so all things every, together for your good. Yes, but like it's not always going to feel good, is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. That, but it's he, for your good. For your good. There's a difference. It doesn't say like every, he works all things so you feel good. Like, no, right. <laughs> it's for your right. good. So looking back on things in the past and remembering, okay, I can see the good in this. There was good in this. And so trusting God with that when something else arises um, of being able to, you know, see that God allowed it, like if God allowed mm -hmm. it, I accept it. So, I mean, it sounds simple going back to this first thing I started with, but if God allowed it, I accept it is where it's I detailed. land on that. Yeah. yeah. And, and just the puzzle thing and all of it, like, okay, I, and to stop 
like asking why all the time like why this mm. why that? like because you just go around in circles in your head right why did he die why did he, da, 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 da. it doesn't really do any good like it would right because it doesn't change anything doesn't and it gets us anything. in a it gets us stuck in a place of um it's easier to accept your reality when you accept that it's your reality you know like yeah if that makes sense you know because mm -hmm. you can't really accept that it's your reality until you accept it like I don't know if that makes sense yeah. but I'm just like kind of yes. feeling that on a deep level yeah. that like you can't just say that I accept it and, yeah and and expect anything from that you have to actually accept it and um and that takes time right that's that's what they say that's like the final yeah. step in grief is acceptance and um while I don't um not I don't fully agree like I have more wisdom or something but just I would say I didn't go through the normal steps of grief that they say like mm -hmm. I don't really remember going through seasons of anger right me um you know um I'd say it was more like lost and confusion and, and yeah. fear, you know, um, were more of the emotions that I related to, but, um, anyways, so that is this topic in a nutshell. Good. Um, I just started thinking of Austin Powers. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? In a nutshell. This is me in a nutshell. I wasn't picturing well, I I didn't know what movie nutshell. it was from, but I was like, heard that in my head. But yeah. Yes, yeah, awesome. That's what I was thinking too. But anyways, right. okay. I think we've covered this topic pretty well. Um, do you want right. to clo close this or do you want to close this out in prayer? Yes. Um, Father God, I just I thank you so much for um all the growth that you have given us. And and for anybody listening, I I pray for them to see what you have done in their life, um, what growth you have shown them or given them. Um, oh man, it's, it's just a tough road. And this is such a delicate topic because I know there's people out there listening right now that are just not there. And um, Lord, I pray that you would just encourage their hearts and, um, you know, just be with them and comfort them. And um, I'm just so grateful for the opportunities that you've blessed Michelle and I with to, um, and entrusted us with to proclaim your goodness through something so difficult. Um, because that's not always easy. It's, it's not always easy um, for those of us, even as believers to, um, you know, you would, anyways, I just, I pray for these people, Lord, that you would um, comfort them and guide them into a place of healing and strength um, and, and to be a witness, I pray Lord for everybody listening, that you would make them a witness of your goodness. Um, and they would proclaim it boldly. And I pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you liked this podcast, give it a little bing, five stars on Apple podcasts, wherever you live, listen, not live, <laughs> wherever you live in, wherever you live. Us. Give us a review on the front of your house. Yes, give us a little <laughs> review. Um, if you would like to be a guest, and we still are getting back to some people, mm -hmm. um, go ahead and email us or prayer requests or anything at widowtoosoonm at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group, Instagram, all the places. We're there. Mm -hmm. We're in all of them. <laughs> and we potentially have a special guest coming up that we're trying special to arrange. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Very, very soon. Very soon. Yes. So. Anyways, anyway, I think I think I think that's it. Oh yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube. Bing. Yes, we have like almost fifty now. 
50 subscribers. We're, we're blowing up that spot. Because we have like four videos, but we're going to get more. If you want to see what we look like, go on yes. our YouTube. If you're like super curious cat and you just want to yes. know. <laughs> yes. That's where you'll see us. Anyways, I think that's it. So I, I was just saying the other day that I have a face for radio. Have you ever heard that expression? I'm kidding. I don't think I'm like uglier. I'm just no, teasing, you're but, not. Um, but that's just, I just always thought that was like a really got a funny face expression. For radio. I got a face got a for face podcasting. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got a good podcasting face. Perfect. Thanks. That's great. Anyways. <laughs> Mark sorry, found that so really funny. funny. Yes, he did. I'm like all red over here. That's funny. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, well, thanks for, for listening. listening. We'll That's see you next time. Have a thanks. good week. Bye. God bless. Bye.